What's up, guys? This is the Carson Crummick Talk Show, back here with another episode. And today is going to be a little something light. I'm going to be talking about some of the news, and when I think about them, give my opinion on them. Um, so I first wanted to dig my nose in and dig deep in and get into... I'm going to be talking about what I think about the, the recent Antonio Brown situation that's been going on, and the news that came out today, and... The second part of that is I'm going to be talking about what teams I could see him joining after his eight-game suspension, which is half of the NFL season because a full NFL season is 16 games, not including playoffs. And I'm going to be getting into also what I think about um, former Bengals running back and pa- former Patriots and Bengals running back Jeremy Hill signing with the Raiders after his pending physical is over. He will sign with the Raiders. The Raiders will sign him. So yeah, I got a little, two little topics to talk about. Nothing, little, nothing, you know, big. Nothing that will catch your eye. And guys, by the way, by August, today is July thirty first. Tomorrow, I will be starting my top ten rankings for fantasy for at each position. So at quarterback, I will do my top ten fantasy quarterbacks in order, and then. Top 10 running backs in order. I'm just going to give my opinion on them. And wide receiver. All of that. And kicker. And of course defense. And flexes. And tight ends. All of that. I'm going to be getting into all my fantasy projections starting tomorrow. Which is August 1st. So now let's get in, talking about Antonio Brown. Um, so I'm going to talk about what I think about the recent Antonio Brown situation, and then I'm going to talk about what teams I could see him joining after his eight-game suspension. So, um, yeah, what I think about this situation that's going on, I think you can. I think there's two parts to this. I think there's two faults. Not only is it just Antonio Brown's fault, but it's also the NFL's fault. I think they're in a miscommunication. I think they're not on the right page. I think they're not agreeing on stuff. Um, let's start with Antonio Brown and why I think he's at fault here a little bit. Um, so he hasn't been in the league for a little bit since last year. First game, he only played one game for the Patriots. Um, he He... And he did, recent news came out today, that he's going to be suspended eight games for violating the league's conduct policy. And guys, for weeks upon weeks, for months upon months, he has been trying to contact teams like the Seahawks, like the Patriots, like the Ravens, all of them. He's been trying to contact teams to get himself on a roster and begin and continue to play football. But Roger Goodell put his foot down and said, no, he has violated and said no because he has violated the league's conduct policy. And I think it's just they're on a miscommunication. Um, I don't really know much about what real what really is going down behind the scenes. I only know from what I've seen from the news and from what I've heard on social media that they're not they're on a miscommunication. It seems like Antonio Brown really wants to return and play football again. It doesn't matter for which team, honestly. Um it looks like Goodell wants something out of him, and it looks like Goodell is not really letting him in without him, of course, missing eight games. So now that we know it's finally out there, 
that. We know what's actually going on because it's been in the clouds and it's been in the dark for months. We haven't we have we haven't been knowing what really is going on, and we, it just shocked didn't shock me, but it came out today that finally his punishment is being suspended eight games for violating the league's conduct policy. So now we know after his eight game suspension, he's free game. All he's free game uh, for any team, the NFL, to pick him up, and we know now that he has a high chance of returning to the NFL after those eight games that he's going to be suspended. I mean, boy, I'm a, I was a big Antonio Brown fan when he was in the league. I love Antonio Brown. He was my favorite players. He was one of my favorite receivers when he was in the league. He was a great player. At the time when he was in the league, from his rookie year, um, all the way throughout 2018, and even that one game, all the way throughout 2018, I'm not counting the one game from 2019, so it doesn't really count because it's just one game. All the way throughout that time period, I, it was my thinking, and I knew Antonio Brown was the best deep threat in the NFL. At the time, he was a bigger deep threat than Odell Beckham. Um, maybe not Julio Jones, but at the time, he was unstoppable, was Antonio Brown. He was a very, very good, very good deep threat. And, boy, he still can play at destroying. If you guys watch Destroying on YouTube, Destroying, he played college football at US, UCF, played kicker. He himself, Destroying is trying to get into the NFL on a practice squad, but Destroying is a really good kicker, blah, 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 I can go on days, I can go on for day in, day out, but let's get to the point. Destroying, a big YouTuber, right guys, you're following me? Went to Antonio Brown's house and even went to a football field to play with Antonio Brown. They ran once, 1v1, wide receiver in deep versus DB. Um, destroying is an athlete. Don't get me wrong, guys. Most of y'all probably know Destroying. Destroying can play football. He's an athlete. He's been showed, balled out. He, he can even play receiver. He's really fast. But A.B. burnt him. Destroying is really fast. Destroying is a good type of college football player at that level. He's not a bad football player. He's, he's a kicker. He's a big boot, too. Really strong leg. Really, really big feet. Really strong feet. Has a very good technique of kicking field goals. But yes, he played with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown and Antonio Brown burnt him. So Antonio Brown still has the juice. That's the more of the story. Antonio Brown still has it. Can still play. Still has really good hands. Still that explosive receiver that will burn you downfield. And he can still get in and out of his breaks really well. Really fast guy. Really good hands. Very explosive. Very elusive. Can get away from if, if if he's in open space he's gone. Great overall player, um, and I'm really happy to see him return after the eight. I'm really happy to see who 
what jersey he's in when he returns for what team. And that's the part I'm about to get in, but I'm happy to see one of my favorite receivers come back to the league. Uh, he's up there with Michael Thomas is also one of my favorite receivers. Julio Jones, Deshaun Jackson, Julian Edelman, Harry Hill. Those are some of my favorite receivers. Now, let's get into this, guys. I'm going to talk about what teams I think... I mean, what, I'm going to talk about what teams I could see him joining after the eight-game suspension. Because he did not appeal to the, the, the league's um, rule that he should be suspended eight games. So, he's fine for now. As of right now, after the eight games that he's going to be suspended, I'm going to be talking about what teams I could see him joining. And what jersey I could see him in. So, number one. No, not in order. Just number one. Baltimore Ravens, easily. He has worked out over this offseason with Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown. And it's been all over social media. There's videos of Lamar Jackson working out with Antonio Brown and Marquise Brown and Lamar throwing them passes. And then AB was running routes for Lamar Jackson. There was a lot of videos on Instagram and social media. And it... it during that video, it really showed me that they were getting chemistry down and they really were having a good time out there. And they really like one another. Lamar, Lamar Jackson and A.B. If you ask Lamar Jackson, who will say he really bonds with Antonio Brown, really likes Antonio Brown. They're fun guys. Great football players. Same with Marquise Brown. And if you guys don't know, Marquise Brown is... Antonio Brown's cousin. So, there's ties there between bloodlines in the family. But, yeah. There was a lot of videos on social media showing Lamar Jackson going to Antonio Brown and Marquise Brown. So, they were getting a lot of chemistry down. And, let's just say this. The Ravens, as of right now, let me go over their offense. Great quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Very dynamic. Has a great arm. Very good dual-threat quarterback. Great arm, great accuracy, great touchdowns, deep balls, great accuracy from all three levels of the field, short, medium, and deep, can throw the short and intermediate routes really well. Great player. And not to, to go along with that, he's a great rusher as a quarterback and rushed for a single-season record of all time, 1,206 yards. And that broke Michael Vick's record. And he broke it with 1,103 yards and then went for another 103 yards in the course spam of the last few games of the season. So, you got your quarterback for the foreseeable future, definitely. Okay, go to running back. Very good stacked running back room. Very good running back core. Um, very good depth also. Besides Lamar Jackson, who does a lot in the rushing game as a quarterback. Running back, Mark Ingram. Unbelievable. He went for over 1,000 rushing yards. So you had the quarterback, their great quarterback, Lamar Jackson, reigning MVP, who rushed for over 1,000 rushing yards. Plus, last year, Mark Ingram, their actual running back, who went for over 1,000 rushing yards. Very Ingram is a very explosive guy, hard runner, was a very hard runner in Sean Payton's offense and Drew Brees' offense with the Saints. Uh, great player, fights for extra yards, doesn't go down after one hit. Very determined, very confident, and very hard uh, player. Plays really very hard. 
and he has a little bit more speed than you think once he gets on the edge. He can run, man. He can move well. Okay, then you got Gus Edwards, who's a solid, solid back, in my opinion, in rotation last year. It's not like he was horrible. I mean, he's kind of fast. He's kind of explosive, but he's not too tall. He's a little bit on the shorter side, but he's all right. And then you get J.K. Dobbins, the star running back from this year's draft class out of Ohio State, who they drafted in April, back in April. Boy, oh boy, is he, he, the man, I'm, he's the man, he's a really good prospect, and was a really good prospect, he's a great running back, boy, oh boy, bro, this guy, he's a really good running back, he's basically, he can do it all, yes, he's a little bit undersized, I think he's 6'1", maybe 6 foot, um, maybe even 5'11", man, oh man, is he very explosive, and he's a dual-threat running back. You see me talk about dual-threat quarterbacks who have really good arms and are very mobile in the sense of mobility. But if you talk about running back, a dual, really good dual-threat running back, it's a mix of a power back, a big back. Um, he's not big in terms of frame and, and tall. Is He's not tall. Jacob Dominguez isn't tall. But he packs a lot of strength and ability to fight for extra yards. Very explosive. He's a big, big back in terms of strength. And not to mention, he's also really fast. And he's very elusive. So he's also that quick back. And that very elusive back. And that really fast and explosive back. As, um, also to go along with being a big power power back. So he's a mix of the two. Very good running back. Um, if I had to pick who I think is the best. If you ask me who I think is the best running back coming out of this year's draft class. Um. Wow. Let's nail it down to two. J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift. You could go Jonathan Taylor, but not not anything. Not not hate. I'm not saying anything. I'm not hating on Wisconsin. There's nothing to do with that. I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say. Um, I think J.K. Dobbins is a little bit more explosive. He has a little bit more. Uh. Jazziness in his step, which means like he's more, like he's a little bit more explosive. He um, he's don't get me wrong. Jonathan Taylor is really explosive and a great back, but I think J.K. Dobbins is a little bit better, and DeAndre Swift is a little bit better than Jonathan Taylor too. But I had to pick one, J.K. Dobbins or DeAndre Swift. I'd probably give the edge towards J.K. Dobbins. Because DeAndre Swift is a very good uh, running back, as long as being a solid receiving back. But J.K. Dobbins is also a very good receiving back, too. So he gives you that dynamic. But I think um, Dobbins is quicker. Uh, whew, they're both really explosive. They're both pretty fast. They both can break a lot of tackles. But I think what J.K. Dobbins gives you, that DeAndre Swift gives you, is an unbelievable receiving game as well. And I think he's a little bit more explosive than DeAndre Swift. And he's more he's better receiving back than the obvious way. So I'd probably definitely say J.K. Dobbins. But yeah, the Ravens have a great offense with Lamar Jackson. Great uh, running back core that I just mentioned with Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. And now you go now you go to receiver. Now let's go to receiver. Not Mark. 
Uh, don't mind that noise, guys. Something fell. Uh, but back to, yeah, I'm going to get to receiver now. Got Marquise Brown, was a rookie last year. He had a little bit over 500 receiving yards, half a thousand receiving yards. Um, really fast, coming out of Oklahoma. Marquise Brown is a very dynamic receiver. Um, out of this class, I think, um, as a prospect, I think he was in the top rated um, with, uh, of course, Terry McLaurin, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf. Um, yeah, he was highly, and Debo Samuel, yeah, he was highly rated with them like that. But, but, with that being said, the season he had last year was not like the season, Terry, say, Terry McLaurin had. Terry, Terry McLaurin had over 900 receiving yards and nearly 1,000 receiving yards. And specifically showing off his dynamic speed. Very, very dynamic speed for Terry McLaurin. Um, A.J. Brown had over 1,000 receiving yards. Showing off his explosiveness, his, his enviness, not his enviness, um, his really good route running and his really good dynamic and really strong hands, ability to catch the contact, and his ability to have a lot of speed for someone being 6'1 or 6'2. And D.K. Metcalf, he had nearly 1,000 receiving yards with over 900 receiving yards. I mean, about 900 receiving yards. Showing his ability to go up and get the ball as a very good 50-50 jump ball receiver. And showing his ability to have a lot of speed for someone as tall as D.K. Metcalf. And he's really good hands. But Marquise Brown didn't have that type of season. Marquise Brown had... And Debo Samuel had nearly 900 receiving yards. He had over 800. But... Yeah, guys. Marquise Brown had a little bit over 500 receiving yards. And it was not up there with Terry McCorn, who had almost 1,000 or over 900 receiving yards. A.J. Brown, who had over 1,000 receiving yards. D.K. Metcalf, who had about 900 receiving yards. Um, yeah. And Debo Samuel, who, who had almost 900 receiving yards. So he wasn't up there with them in that category but still a decent year to have 500 over 500 receiving yards about 500 receiving yards and about seven touchdowns that's not too bad of a year i think it was a decent year for him but i think you're gonna step it up this year he's improving in the offseason learning more of the plays getting into fitting in the system more but with that being said, Antonio Brown can be used very well in this system. With John Harbaugh, how he runs the offense around, basing around Lamar Jackson. First of all, not to mention, I did mention they worked out a lot in the offseason for like fun. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a sign, guys. Don't quote me. But Antonio Brown can be a guy. That fits in the system so well, and here's why. A.B. over the years for the Steelers, very explosive receiver, number one receiver. Beast, had really good hands, can do it all. He was a can-do-it-all receiver, very athletic, and very different type of breed of a receiver. He had really good hands, very explosive. He was good at everything. He had really good hands, very explosive, so quick and so light on his feet, unbelievable route running, and can get open almost every play. Now, the... The dynamic that he brings to this offense is so uncanny. 
he can be a deep threat for them in this system with um, Marquise Brown. And you get maybe, um, or he can also play in the slot too. He can run the short and intermediate routes. It's not like he hasn't played in the slot his whole career. He has had a little bit of snaps in the slot for the Steelers before. Um, they got Willie Sneed also, so you're going to decide who has to be your two deep threats. Obviously, A.B. is going to be one of them. A.B. is going to be your number one receiver here. And then you got Marquise Brown, so that takes... And I, one thing I, I've seen is a lot of pressure was on Marquise Brown. And a lot of people were focusing on him. So now that you have A.B., all the focus is going to turn. Now you have A.B., A.B. is going to be wide receiver one if he goes to the Ravens. People... Turn all their attention and focus on AB. Now that frees up Marquise Brown, who's unbelievably fast. So now you have a beast of a receiver who's explosive and unbelievably fast. Really good hands, really good route running. And AB. Then people turn their attention to AB, and then you have Marquise Brown, who gets um, who gets to be more wide open and who's not as focused on. Because he will be a second wide receiver in this offense. Number two wide receiver to go to in this offense for Lamar Jackson. Because A.B. be the number one receiver. So then I think he will ball out as the number two receiver. And he will have way more receiving yards. I don't think this is I don't think this is a boomer bust year for Marquise Brown. Not yet. But I think if they get A.B., not only will A.B. make this offense a lot better, but it will make it more dynamic. Because now you have two, obviously, bloodlines from the same family. But... You have two deep threats who are very exciting and really good receivers. And you have two speedy receivers. And then you have Willie Sneed. But A.B. can do the work in the slot too. Because he's really quick and fast. And he's really good. He's a really good possession receiver. And he can run short and intermediate routes really well. And he's really good hands. So the Ravens are definitely a team I could see Antonio Brown going to. Now... I just talked about what I think about Antonio Brown, his situation, and what team I could see him joining. Well, I just did one team that I could see him joining. I was just talking about one team that I could see him joining. There are other teams that I could see him joining, like the Patriots. But I was just I was giving one team that I could see him joining, just one as an example. But yeah, um, getting, of course, getting... Antonio Brown would obviously make their wide receiving core way better. But the threats and targets Lamar Jackson has now. You have Lamar Jackson at quarterback, who's unbelievable. Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins putting carries at running back. Ridiculously good. Then A.B. and Marquise Brown on the outside. And then Willie Sneed there also. And then you have Mark Andrews at tight end. Like, targets galore. Great. That's great. So, yeah, that's what I think about that. And... Finally, on to what I think about Jeremy Hill, former Patriots. Well, most recently, he was with the Patriots, and he was a former Bengal. What I think about Jeremy Hill signing with the Raiders. So, well, he's going to obviously sign with the Raiders. Raiders are going to sign him after his pending physical is done. But, um, I mean, yeah, I think, I think it's interesting. I do think he was a solid back for most of the time with... Cincinnati with the Bengals. Um, I don't think he was too good for Marvin Lewis. I think he was average, but they also had Josh Jacobs, who was unbelievably good. 
<laughs> Josh Jacobs is really good. And he's a guy that you want to get most of the carries. And he will probably get most of the snaps in the sense that you want to give him more opportunities and more times to prove himself. And he will progress over the years. Now, Yeah, Josh Jacobs is really good. He will get more snaps over time. He will progress and get better at, at, at each snap. He's a great running back. And Josh Jacobs was... Let's see... Second in Offensive Rookie of the Year voting. One was obviously Colin Murray, who had well over 3,000 pass yards. Great player. He's also really mobile, uh, in, uh, including a, going along with him having a really good arm. And not also, not to mention is he had 1,150 rushing yards, did Josh Jacobs. What a player, man. So, yeah, I think him and Jeremy Hill, I think both are, are Josh Jacobs. If Josh Jacobs gets way more productive and way better and be a better receiving back, he will be dominant because he already has the rushing things down. Really good running back on the ground. I mean, he's very confident. He's determined. You can tell when you watch him. I love watching him. Great young run rookie running back last year. Uh, so was Miles Sanders. Really good. So, yeah, I think Jeremy Hill and Josh Jacobs will kind of split carries, I think. Josh Jacobs will get the majority of the carries, but I think Jeremy Hill will come in here and there and be down distance and get them first downs. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Jeremy Hill is that good of a player. I don't think it will benefit the Raiders at that much, but I think he's a he will be an okay factor in this offense, someone who gets a decent amount of touches. I don't think he'll get as much touches as Josh Jacobs, but, yeah. I definitely think he will come in and get a little bit of touches and split carries, sort of, with Josh Jacobs. But he's getting healthy, too. He's healthy. Jeremy Hill is healthy. Now, Jeremy Hill was also on the Patriots. He wasn't that bad, but he was okay. But yeah, that's what I think about Jeremy Hill. Signing with the Raiders. And yeah, that pretty much wraps things up, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.